Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more. International radio, y'all. Black conscious to claim one, one world, world is the aim. Bringing conversations for an entire diasporic landscape in hopes of uh, shaping for a better humanity for all. Um, 
and speaking to the black consciousness and getting some healing going. So, um, I'm Hisir Kanefra. This is Nefra. To my Tira. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure as, as many of you know, um, it's been a heavy week. Uh, first off, if you if you join the conversation, please join the conversation. Please share the video, the the broadcast link. Um, and also, yeah, join the conversation, right? We it's here to chat, it's a family chat. So, um, we're gonna talk about pretty much, you know, what's been coming up for the past week or so. Um, peace, brother. Thank you so much, Arik. We, we we're blessed to be here. Um, you're needed as well. I see, you know, I see your voice. We see your voice. So, thank you, brother. We appreciate you. Um, let the healing, you know, spread through our community. You know, you know, one African at a time. Um, Ashe. So, um, it's been a pretty heavy week. Um, you know, first, of course, uh, you know, rest in power to Brother Big Floyd, George Floyd, um, who's been the major center of, 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 uh, news the past couple weeks, pretty much trumping, no pun intended, the COVID situation. Um, and just like looking at just the, the, the state of our, our, the American and really now global landscape. Of police brutality and just anti-blackness has been taking place. Um, as you know, protests have been popping up all across the country and now across the globe. Um, Shouts out, you know, to Italy and Berlin and you know other countries that are, that have chosen to stand with you know the black plight here in America. Um, and that's certain, <laughs> you know, we 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 are here now. Um, it's it's unfortunately not a new conversation. Um, but you know, it seems like the global conversation is enough is enough, um, and you know we're here with the now family. We, we're we're we're, pro- we're protesting. We're outraged. We're we're angry. We're tired. We're we're mourning. We're sad. We're exhausted. We're you know re- you know ready to take up arms. We're ready to do all these things. You know, just just in response to what's been going on to our system because. It's, it, it it weighs on your soul, you know, and you know, you know, knowing our conversation here at Soundbites, y'all, you know, it's weighing it's weighing on our souls, you know, and our spirit, our hearts and minds and spirits are with our brothers and sisters, Brianna Taylor. If we can't say her name enough, Brianna Taylor, we stand with her as well. Brianna we Taylor. do hope we do pray for her justice as well. Um, shot in her own home by police. Um, she was EMS. Um, you know, of course, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Sean. Sean Reed. Um, recently heard of Tony McDade. I'm not certain of his story, but I heard his name has come up in the situation. Um, and and what really hit me today was just like, you know, um, David McCatney in Louisville, who's a restaurant owner, black owned, black restaurant owner, um, who his regular thing was feeding the police in the community for free. He gave free meals to the police in his community. Um, and then with the issuance of, you know, pulling, pulling out the National Guard in response to the protests, he was he was murdered this morning, you know what I mean? And um, this, it was, it was just really heartbreaking to hear of, on, on top of everything else, you know what I mean? It's another brother lost unnecessarily. Um, sound like he was a good brother, you know, feeding anybody for free, but, you know, of course, like, see, you know, feeding the, the police for free, he obviously cared about his community in some fashion, right? And, you know, unfortunately his life was lost by the same people he gave his talents to for free. Um, so... I'm personally uh, felt pretty heavy this evening hearing that news or this afternoon um, because it's just is like you said it's nothing new but it's just disappointing um, and heartbreaking 
that we we're, we're we're constantly in this cycle, right? Yeah, brother Sean. Yeah, we we we're tired of this pain too, man. It's it's really a shame that we're dealing with this. Um, you know, we can only can hope to continue fighting, um, and and finding you know as many um, methods as possible to getting our voices heard and amplifying our voices and 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 taking actions necessary for our liberation. Um, and really looking at the system for what it is. Um, we 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 see we've seen the system for a long time for what it is. It's not a system to that's in our favor. It's not a system designed for us. It never has been designed for us. We are not the all men created part of that all men created equal conversation. We never have been. There was never any intention for us to even be around for this long on in this American platform, right? We were the goods and services. We were the products for the the, the creation. We were the tools for the creation of this land. For somebody else, we, we, we were never meant to do this. We were never meant to have a our own radio show. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is this was truth to power. talking truth to power nah. about what our situation is. We were never meant for this. We were never meant to have these conversations um, here as freely as we plan. are, right? We were never meant to be in a space where we can even like show our voices out to protest um, and and you know spin the face of police and throw tear you know tear gas bombs back at them and things like that and really revolt and stand up in the way that we have we revolted for centuries we have been we have been rebellious people for centuries you know in these fights so so don't let the history books fool you as well we haven't always been this docile negro that they try to paint us out to be we have rebelled many times within mm-hmm. the, within um the slavery it days and it was okay. never it was never okay it was always a resistance to the fight always a resistance um but you know with within narratives and history books and who owns the narratives of our... Who's telling our stories. Who's telling our stories, exactly. This is what we've been constantly dealing with. Um, and it's, it's, it's really been un- unfortunate up to now. Um, it's like we're sitting on different sides of the voice, right? We, we're seeing, we, we, we've been experiencing it for so long, but what we see and what social media provides is an opportunity for people to see the truths, um, mm-hmm. to do, to hopefully do your own necessary independent research and to um, start the shift. Um, I do feel um, in the space of storms, there's sunshine on the other side. So I may, you know, I, maybe call me crazy to be hopeful, but it's, I see that this means that there's something, there's something coming. Um, it, it, there's a possibility it could get crazier before it does get better, but there's something brewing right now, and we need to be hi- we get to be hyper vigilant, um, we get to be focused, and we get to be um, to stand strong together. Unification now more than ever is important um, for us, you know, African community, and for the global landscape. We got people standing behind our side. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, partnership beyond allyship is now more than ever is very. Um, very vital, very urgent. Um, so, you know, this is this is kind of where we're at with the conversation, you know. And like, like I said, my heart is still feeling heavy. It's kind of hard to like really like put these words out right now, to be honest. Um, but um, yeah, so yeah, share share share. Please share your thoughts in the comments, family. Um, let us know what you're feeling with. Let us know what you're coming up with. Um, Nefra, I don't know if you have any um, words you want to share. While I check through the comments, mm-hmm. see what the people are saying. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm feeling a kind of way, but I'm also, you know, we posted earlier this week that this is a setup family. Peace, Sister Umi. Thank you for joining the conversation. We see you. Thank you. Um, guys, we we want to, like, really fortify the family. And, I mean, I'm just, 
what what really is sh- shaking me at this point is not necessarily that these things keep happening because they already keep happening, but it's that the narrative of the solutions that would actually help us are not really happening. Mm. Like a lot of conversations are happening about what we can do. There's two separate conversations that's happening. One is maintenance, mm. and one is forward thinking, mm-hmm. like the vision. What's happening in the future? How are we preparing for our future as a collective? I know that we're still ambivalent about having an honest conversation about what's good for the African. Mm-hmm. I have a side eye for every single person that has a problem looking at the African's concept of what's happening with our quality of life and what is happening with us moving forward for our future generations. Mm-hmm. Even there are people that are on the space that are asking for maintenance things. We have to make sure we make the differentiation when we make the conversation. Because granted, we can, even if we solve this issue right now with killer cops, which let me tell you what, I mean, in my opinion, it's almost like, you know, the government is allowing this to happen. Let's just be clear that there are people that are in charge that are allowing this behavior to continue because it didn't just start yesterday. It's always been a part of the American fabric. And I'm talking about recent history. It's happened so much in recent history. If it was of anybody's concern as to the upheaval, so burning down these cities and towns, I really would rather you not be doing that, but I can understand why it's happening, right? One. Two, I also know that the fact that it is happening is a calculated effect from some box, some place, or algorithm somewhere that said that if this thing happens, this is what's next. So everybody was howling and screaming in the beginning of COVID about martial law and all that stuff. Guess what? This is the playing field for it to occur. Mm-hmm. They already got the curfews in New York right They're, now. They want to make it. They want to set it off. Like, this is the conditions that they would bring this something like this into place. And then we fell right into it. We fed right into it. Because what they did was they used the opportunity. An opportunity. Because, granted... These things continue to happen, and and you know, sending out peace and love and powerful SJ for our brother George Floyd. The fact that what happens as a ramification of it, because this has happened with Sean Bell, it's happened with so many other names, Delroy, um, Eric Garner, um, Trayvon Trayvon, Martin, who you know, Zimmerman was actually acquitted, like, and then he has the audacity to be online selling the gun, and people are raising money for him. Like, what does that look like? How does that happen? Mm. You know, and what are we doing as a collective to be in response to the strategy of what's good for us? Do we know what to ask for? Mm. There are actually some things in place. We went to the march on um, Saturday. We were at the march on Saturday, and the good brother, People's Organization for Progress, Brother Larry Ham, Go Ham 2020. Shout out to People's Organization for Progress. Been protesting and holding down a newer community for for years, decades. for decades, so shouts out uh, to them. And he gave a quick rundown of the whole foundation of where this is coming from because, you know, the fraternal order of police are actually the ones who are in the space that are actually making this possible for police to be able to, to victimize citizens of the United States. Like, you know, there are unions that they have, and there's there should be no union that's more powerful than the people's voice. Uh-huh. Uh, especially since police officers are actually civil servants. So what the leadership should actually be saying, if you want to stick it to these unions, then don't pay taxes. If you want to stick it to these corporations, because you do realize that corporations actually run our government. 
Because if, if the people actually ran our government, and let me tell you, we can stop the illusion. Like, we can stop drinking the placebo because we be overdoing it with the placebo. At some point, you need a strategy that actually works. I'm not here for placebos. I'm here for actionable plans that are implementable and actionable and that create immediate results. Hmm. And if they can't create an immediate result, they put you on track for a result. Like, I'm not here for it. I'm not here for drinking the Kool-Aid because we've been drinking the Kool-Aid for so long that we've gotten complacent that it looks to me like we're not even clear as to what direction we should be moving in. We shouldn't be asking these folks for jobs. If you're asking for jobs, you're taking a subordinate posture. Because even if they give you a job, you still got a boss. You still got, somebody got to tell you what to do. You know, I want the deal they gave the indigenous. I want the deal that they gave the indigenous, that they gave them land, they gave them priority for jobs. They gave them, like, there's a whole laundry list of things and benefits. Now, mind you, they're still having their problems. They are still having problems. But since I know, and I remember Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the other tens of thousands, uh, hundreds of cities that are across America that we created after Reconstruction, I know if they give us the deal they gave the indigenous, we could be all right. But that's only if we intend to stay on the American soil. I'm of the mind that it's gotten so bad and that we can't bring a knife to a gunfight, Africans. Because if we go to a fight with these folks, we got a knife. And these folks have tanks. And I'm not here for the illusion of power. Our ancestors are going to stand with us. And our ancestors are going to be with us. But it's no need for us to go up against tanks because we don't need to shed another single drop of blood. No more. No on more. this soil unnecessarily because there are solutions to our circumstances where we don't have to lose a single life. There are solutions to our collective circumstance where we don't have to lose a single life. Not a single one of us have to go to jail. Not a single one of us have to stand in front of no courthouse and beg some illusion judge that's holding up the matrix of how you go to why do you go. So in these spaces where these things are happening, black people, brown people with African-centered consciousness are not there. They want, they, they trying their best not to let me up in there. I'm telling you. I got African-centered consciousness. And sk all skin folk ain't kin folk. It's a strong reality that most skin folk are actually agents of the matrix by virtue of, of, of exposure. You have to actually check yourself to not be an agent of the matrix. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to tell yourself. I want you to go in there and get that agent of the matrix and extract that agent because you are an agent of the matrix. You do not think on your own behalf. You do not understand the concept of what is even appropriate for an appropriate quality of life for an African because you've never had it. I don't mean you just had Christmas dinner and your father worked a job and y'all went to vacations and y'all had Christmas clothes or whatever the case may be. That's not a good quality of life. That's maintenance. That's not the same thing as having a good quality of life. And since you don't know what that means, you want to first start looking at that. Because safety, access to connect conditions that create a positive self-image because most of us suffer from learners help, help learned helplessness and learned helplessness is a part of why we take a subordinate posture because there are solutions to our circumstances. And I'm really annoyed in my mind where I don't hear leadership of learned individuals saying what's necessary to support our people in truly creating 
a quality of life that is adequate and sufficient mm. for the African diaspora. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with maintenance. Mm -hmm. Two conversations, maintenance and a vision. Maintenance and the vision, okay? Because you need to understand that the matrix, they make laws and legislation, and then they make five different trap doors where they can exit out, slide through, and not have to abide by their own rules. But you, you on deck for this little situation right here, and this is cute. How you think you showing up with a knife to a gunfight? African. I'm here to set you up to win. I want us to actually create, and winning for us, because of who we are as a people, could actually be a win-win solution. It doesn't have to be somebody to lose for us to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, it doesn't have to be that. And that's what these people think. They think we want some get back. Right. Revenge. And guess what? Because they know how they think. See, people can only coach you past their own prism. I mean, they cannot coach you past their own sight. So these folks come in with the venom because they know if it was them, what they would be doing in to somebody who was doing the things that they're doing to us. Right. <clears throat> they know that. So this is why the angst comes in. But family, we don't want to fall in the space. We don't really want to be... We, we don't want to be in a situation where we are falling victim to being set up. You were talking about martial law. We got our young people out there on the street, and who's giving them the right information? Who gave our young people enough encouragement and gave them the truth about the truth? We don't need to ask these folks for education. We don't need to ask these folks for equal education to be miseducated. To have African or brown educators standing in front of our children teaching our children about George Washington. From where I'm standing, there can be a white... I mean, we talk about the maintenance conversation, and this is the maintenance. In a maintenance conversation, if I'm sitting at the table, I'm setting it up where a white teacher can teach a black child, an African child, and support a child and pour into that child. But see, I got to get a hold to that white teacher. And I got to have a real conversation with staff and professional development and what it looks like in the workplace and application, where I can ensure that if I'm not standing next to you, you're still raising our children the way we need you to raise them. Other than that, I don't need my kids with you at all. Mm. If you cannot manage that, which I'm not so sure they can, I know some. I know some will be, a, a, will be willing to have the conversation. But this is what we're talking about, the maintenance. What is our plan? What is our plan? We ask, we can't breathe. That sounds sad. That sounds disempowered to me. I don't like that. Hands up, don't shoot. That sounds disempowered to me. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't want, I don't, that doesn't work for me as an African. Because I don't need you to not shoot at me. You don't have the right to impede on my life. So I don't have to ask you nothing. You don't have the right to impede on my life. You don't have the right in encroaching on my quality of life. You don't have the right. So I don't want to hear hands up, don't shoot. I don't want to hear I can't fucking breathe. I don't want our people out here saying these kinds of things. I don't want us taking this kind of posture without us. We own your life. It's yours. It belongs to you. Don't nobody have a right to give you anything. The fact that the divine gave you the breath of life and brought you to this planet is enough. You are already worthy. Like, I don't understand that, why this doesn't come up and why this conversation shows up like you're just corralling people, just keeping them hyped with antsy. We need real solutions. We need real solutions that are actionable and implementable immediately because our people are hurting.
And we don't need to continue to put this foolishness on our people. What's good, family? What you got to say out there? What's happening in the comments? Um, appreciate you sister Umi says always is always uh, making the call for support. We appreciate you supporting the family, Umi. Um, shout out to Umi sharing out the our uh, donation link if you'd like to support. You know the the ongoing um, independent black owned radio here at Soundbites. Um, you can support it and uh, on our cash app um, dollar sign keys K E Y S number two S O A R um, on cash app. Uh, you can also go to our site. This our site. We have a website. Uh, this is soundbites dot com, um, and click the link soundbites, as well. Soundbites s o u n d b y t e s. Yes, yes. Well, it should be. Yeah, I don't know why it's not showing up. This but. is soundbites dot com. You know, family. You know, we we are in the space of being in service to the community, um, and I'm here here to tell you that when you're having a real transparent and authentic conversation about African revolutionary mindsets, mm-hmm. because Malcolm said you got to help the people change the way they think first. And Malcolm said to you, he not because the Matrix wasn't out. The movie The Matrix wasn't out. I give you to say, I say, you need to go into the mirror and eject the Matrix, eject the agent from the Matrix out of your system. You need to go in and you need to connect with exactly where that agent of the Matrix is, and you need to extract it. And then you need to be conscious of your behaviors every single day. So that you can connect with where these behaviors, thoughts are at. Because in order for you to be able to stand powerfully for your life outside of emotion. Outside of the feelings. And more along the lines of strategy. Because there are people on this earth's landscape who know how to move as a nucleus. We have a lot of things happening with us. And there should be one conversation about what's good for the African's quality of life. I'm not out here asking. I mean, it's a couple of people that's out here doing a little bit something, something, maybe doing a little bit all right and situations in the in the matrix, and they kind of okay with their circumstances. So they're not really worried about what's next for them. But I had the brother today, uh, this week, uh, um, Mr. Ghana Baby, um, who, who shared a video coming out of um, oh, okay. the brother. Ghana, the brother coming out of Ghana, saying, African, you have a choice. You don't have to sit here and deal with this foolishness. You have a home. Mm. Then you got some folks running around here with the foolishness talking about this our home. How you got here? There were a few moors, a few. And then they got rid of most of them when they started scalping folks around this country. There were some, not many. Very few. They, they wiped this whole place out with smallpox and they did damage. Granted, they're telling you that there were still tribes um, hiding in places on the... Okay, that might be true. I'm not opposed to that entirely. But I'm talking about statistics. When you're thinking about scientific mathematics and statistics, these folks came here and they maneuvered for years and years and years and years and years how many of these folks you think actually populated the community. Let's just say, for instance, there was 10,000. Let's just say there were actually 10,000 free, which is a separate system. Because remember, these people came to Africa, implemented a system. They came to America, and there were people who were already living social systems and conditions here already. And they overtook the space, and they imposed their systems and cultural experiences onto these people. And for those that wouldn't take it, they sent out the word, 
and they sent out vigilante civilians and said, if you bring us scalps of dead Indians or in dead indigenous people on this land, we'll give you 30 pieces of silver. So this is when they made civilian, this whole conversation of uh, citizens arrest, a thing. It's a thing. You are ordered. These are behaviors. These are constants all over the past hundreds of years. So were you starting with the conversation talking about safety and getting rid of killer cops and proper education and proper housing and equity and employment? Like that conversation is like this big when you talk about the broader landscape of the circumstance. And I think it's so unfair that we not give our people viable solutions that moves them through these spaces and we consistently give them placebo because we think they're going to bust and crack. They might bust and fucking crack. And you know what? That would be good. Because the good thing about busting and fucking cracking is you get off some shit. You lose some things. Some things come off of there and get loose and get out of there. And for some people, you might have to have that breakdown so you can rebuild. Maybe it's necessary. But I can tell you what, we're putting ourselves in a vulnerable situation as a collective. Making this experience, and this is why they can do us the way they can do us. Because we're here, and we haven't gone anywhere. We haven't made any plans to go anywhere. And we don't wield our power to these folks like we should. We shouldn't spend a dime with them. There should be nobody. All the, our quote-unquote criminal element, or sort of low-class element, don't spend a dime with these people. Don't, t- don't, don't go to a single nail salon. Don't get a single weave. Not that it's good for you. Not that the chemicals in the perms are actually going into your scalp causing all kinds of cancers. Like, let's not do the things that we should, that, that are not helpful to us anyway. Let's use this as an opportunity to build up ourselves and our self-discipline. Mm-hmm. There are tools that are out here in this world space. We know that we don't have our African culture. Not entirely. But we can use tools from the matrix to fortify ourselves. That's why I tell you, African, stay fortified. You know why you need to stay fortified? Because there's some things out here that are forces that are against your well-being. Sister Umi says, I understand revolt and protest. I want the protesters to keep their beef with the police. I think every pig precinct and every cop car should be on fire. Hey. That's where the, where the energy lies with who's, who's, who's doing it. So I, I, I feel the energy. Um, Brother Sean says, I hope in some way we can, we need background checks of these racist officers. Um, out here, we need to know who's in our communities too that's supposed to serve all. Uh, we don't need any more losses. O'Shea, um, Suzumi says, cops of 15 to 16 infractions should not be put back in the same community they was cracking heads in. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and they, and they look at, they look at the, the, the conversation around like, you know, um, quote unquote, fake rehabilitation in the prison system and then, and then putting criminals that aren't reformed or what have you back in, in the communities there and, and who those and those be the, the, the psychopaths and things like that. And so you so how are you gonna like that's not right. So how are you gonna have the cops doing the same thing? This guy this guy has said so many infractions against black people while while being a cop, while serving and protecting who? Serving and protecting not us. We're mm-hmm. not considered hum, human under 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 any um, jurisdiction of, of, of this law, we're not we're not treated as human. We it's all placebo. Were. They play to it's our. They play to us. So when so with with knowing comes responsibility, with and with knowing 
should be application of that knowing accordingly to benefit your better self. So what do we do? Like, what what is... We we can't sit here and be like, oh, I know this is, a, oh, I see this, oh, it's it's it, I can't believe this. Now you're seeing it, believe it, it's happening. It is happening, and it's been happening for decades. It's been happening for as long as some of your grandparents have been alive. Longer, you know. They were freedom. They were freedom fighters who've been in jail for forty years and coming out and seeing the same thing that they went in the jail for. And that was horrible. How 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 are we dealing with this? How are we being with this? Right? Civil rights was was two seconds ago. The civil rights movement. We're in the new one. Nothing's no, changed. No, we haven't gotten human rights yet, family. We haven't gotten human rights. There are legislations in places, and listen, like I keep telling you, the higher you go, the wider you go. Because it's important to know who and where these things are happening. These things are not happening in no silo. This is not a space where things like this just happen. I'm tussling with these folks out here that's supposed to be doing legality. They're supposed to be holding a position of respect and, and making sure things are right. And I got to tussle with these folks. I got these folks strong-arming me. Strong-arming me. But see, I can hold it. But what about our family members that cannot? What about our family members that don't know how to stay fortified when you go in there with these people? You got to tussle with them, men, white men, white women. They got a sense of, of arrogance, and then they sitting in your face, and they poo-pooing you with the nice sweetie talk. That's what they do to you, to disarm you. That's all game. The truth about the truth is, they don't have nothing good for me. And they don't have my, my best interests at heart. And the reality of it is, if they do the right thing on their job, they don't gain anything, they don't lose anything. But why won't they do the right thing? Just because they can fuck with my life. Mm -hmm. Just because. They don't gain anything. There's no win in it for them. But they can, because that's what their trade-off was. Whiteness is mechanized. So for whiteness, they get to be in a position to be able to impede on my life as an African. Mm -hmm. if they it, get to say whether you can eat, we're going to give money or funds over here, we're going to support these communities over here, we're going to do this, so we're not going to do that. Now you have to grovel for it. That was, why, that was how white was mechanized. Mm -hmm. That is the manifestations of what it looks like in play on real life. In the workplace, mm -hmm. I had a professor who gave me a C, tapped me tap dancing in grad school for a grade. First of all, I shouldn't even been in the situation that I was in. It was two other people's fault, but I had to eat that. And I had to tap dance with this professor for three weeks trying to get a decent grade in his class. But while I was tap dancing with her back and forth on the phone for three weekends... I missed studying for two classes that I could have got a sure enough A in, but I ended up getting a C in her class and a C in those other two classes. That semester put me into academic probation. I had never been on academic probation. You know, as an African, I need to have the highest um, average so that I can mecha That's one of the mechanisms that I get to use in the matrix is a high average. That's that academic probation semester it rolled into my other averages and it impacted me by an entire grade at the end of my, 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 at the end of my degree. I did fine. I did excellent thereafter. But that one semester where it was so weighted carried over into every semester thereafter. And this professor had the audacity to friend me on LinkedIn. 
I was nauseous. That thing had me nauseous for two days. I was, I could taste it. I was so red with this lady. For two days. This was about six, seven, eight, nine months after graduating. You suddenly follow me on LinkedIn and you want to friend me? Do you not know that bullshit you did in my life? How it impacted me? No, because you make $300,000 a year. You got the big studio down in the loft, down in the village. You running around here being all eccentric because you can. See, this is what it looks like in real life. I'm not talking about for fake fake. These are the things that impact the African's life. And I'm telling you, the long-term effect of this doesn't get better. So I don't want nobody beating you in the head. If you never heard it before, I'm going to set you up. With it. So I'm going to tell you the truth. One or two or three of us might do all right and win in the Matrix. But we still got to look at the TV and see a snuff film in real life. And I swear, I wish I had never saw it. Because I like the zombie movies. I'm the zombie killer. She does. I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I be getting, I be putting in work. I'm Ziri, Zena the Warrior Princess. It permeates real life. I be putting in work. (laughs) So... But I wish I had never watched that video and saw that mm. black man mm-hmm. dying as the spirit was leaving him on that video. That's a different kind. I could have lived my whole life and never saw nothing like that. And I saw the Mike Brown video of him getting shot from the back. Saw that. Right? And I saw those how those officers get to walk and they don't get the pay. And then these families got to run around here on microphones trying to hold their shit together. Feeling harm. That lady gave me a bullshit ass grade and I was red. They took a life from this family. They took the access to this African powerful prince, king from his family. He has children. He had a granddaughter. They took him from this family. There's no amount of money. There's no amount of money that can repay that life. It's none. So family, I have an issue. I take up issue. And we want to know what the real, what is really the true avenue for our quality of life. We have choices. Mm-hmm. We have choices. We're not disempowered. Right. Please, let's, please. We have let's choices. And we have choices beyond what's allowable in the matrix. We don't have to tap dance with these people. I mean, it's a cutesy thing, you know, You do we do our votes and, you know, we can get out there and participate if we feel like it. But in my opinion, I want to be, I want it set up where we feel like it or we don't feel like it, we still come out on top. See, that's what makes it different for the African. Mm-hmm. We have to do these things in order to try to get a sliver of something, which we rarely get anything. Because these presidents come and presidents go and they pay us no ass mind, Africans. It's still the same thing. It's the it's still, same thing. It's still the same thing. situation. You can, you, can, you can place anybody in that seat and black people still have the same situation. The on. same short it may, of the It may vary in the degrees of how it may look or who's on it or who's up at the time, but it's like it, it really doesn't make a difference for any of these presidents until they're, one, held accountable, until, two, the, the, the people hold themselves accountable and do what needs to be done. In times like this, these protests—that's like, that's well and good, but like this is—is—it shouldn't have to get to these points. 
It's this, I mean, with protests, the, the, the disrespect has been going give, on for too long. What's that? What give mean? the give the quote from from MLK. Oh, well, the the riot is the voice of the unheard. MLK said this, you know. And for those for, for people that always want to like act like MLK was like, I say like he's not a like he was wasn't a, a saint or like you know, like he was out here simping out like don't no don't stop no please no don't don't do anything nonviolence is the way. Yeah, in some essence, he was saying that. But also, you want to look at the parameters of why he why he felt he needed to say that, and really the regret that was in his heart around saying that and having what he said was leading his people into a burning building, into a burning house. America was burning; it's been burning for a long time. Not we're not even at the embers yet; it's still burning. And and we we're we're we're, we're parading as if we're oblivious to it because we've been we've got so accustomed to the veil. We've gotten so accustomed to the veil that's been put in front of us that has us believe that America is, is, is has been a okay, that it's been post racial for such a long time. It is not. It hasn't. It's just been it's post racial to me is placebo. A conversation has just been shifted. But it, it, it's still there. The black conversation is still there, always will be there, burning and yearning for someone to come and help and pull oh, it out of the I ditch. I hope not, family. I hope not. Because we don't have to deal with that. See, to me that's a subordinate posture. And nobody has a right to give you humanity. God, that was your God Take, given. That was your yours. birthright. Yours. That's yours. That was your divine you were born birthright. Human. All of this is all of this is just like illusion to me, and um, it doesn't really make sense. And I'm looking at this to me, it looks like a Monopoly board. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are real people and real lives out here in the balance. And I, Sister Pauline says, "Why do we need to?" Uh, why do we need these wicked leaders to direct us? We must organize ourselves. Ashe, absolutely. Yeah, but must org- well, yeah, I, I, that's but see, sis, that's where I'm at with it. Yes, we get to organize ourselves, but we got so many narratives in the space because all black folk, all brown folk, not kin folk. Mm-hmm. You know what is these narratives? We got some people who believe that we should pl- listen. The magnitude that I'm talking about, the type of change and the type of impact that we actually need to do as a healing community, and this in this healing curve really requires for us to be unabridged. And I'm here to tell you that the psychosis and the angst that is within the spaces where the higher you go, the whiter you go, they will not allow us to be undisturbed. You notice that they keep constantly something popping, something popping, even if it's not police brutality, it's tap dancing Negroes. It's beef, it's, 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 it's popular culture beefs. It's social culture beefs. It's company foolishness. It's, po- it's political soap operas. It's this presidential debate stuff, and every few years, it's like, all of that to me is like political soap operas for that type of genre. It's a type of entertainment for an individual, for a type of, of group of people who like to watch that kind of foolishness. Because this is all like, like we really got to be able to see this thing for what it really is, African. And it's not in our interests. It's not in our interests. You know, there are certain things that we need. We need to take from the matrix what we need to heal ourselves, and we need to put it onto our people. And we need to restructure how we present ourselves to the world. And I should not need, and my sisters should not need to have to defend themselves against people who have the right. You mean to tell me we can talk about George Floyd? Um, and please, family, thank you for all for coming in. We appreciate you for being with us and leaving your comments. Share your comments. Please share the link. And thank you for those who have thus far shared the link, family. Um, but listen to this. Why did George's family submit an autopsy from an independent and it comes back that he was... I saw the video. I saw the cop. 
I saw him try to keep his chin up to hold the weight. And then I saw him give out. And the more he tried to push himself up, the harder that knee was coming down. And he crushed it. Look, feel your throat muscles. Feel your throat bones, family. Go look at a skeleton online. Look at the small amount of bones that are inside your throat. All of that weight pressing on his throat, he, boy, he crushed his throat. But why did the independent report come back different than the coroner's report? I don't know if you guys know, but I lost a daughter at five months. For a long time, I had a whole lot of situations dealing with the fact that I felt like those doctors did not do what they needed to do for my daughter. I didn't have the time to have my papers. They, 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 Because you know what they do? They redline you. They redline you. They red tape you. They send you through all of these, jump through these hoops, 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 hoops. I'm 21, 23, 24. You got to spend 25, 25 cents per page to get the reports. The reports is like a thousand and something pages. Where I'm going to get this money from? Go see some lawyers. You know where I went to go see lawyers? Down at 42nd Street. You know who offices is down there, lawyers, right? They want their money up front. And then you got to bring them the report first for them to review it. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to leave the hospital with that report, I got to pay for it. Now I can't pay for it, so I got to stay in the office record room and go through it by my hands and write notes. But I also got to go to work, and I also have another baby. So what happened with that? So I got this doctor who's telling me that I should give my daughter up, take her off life support so she can be an organ donor because they wanted her organs. So did they do everything they could do to save my daughter? Do I know that? When I know that they lied on the case, on this case, on several other cases, don't we know this? Don't we know that these people don't have integrity? Don't we know that they will shade the records, that they will manipulate the paperwork, that they will collaborate together and lie to you because they can just red tape you and have you jump into hoops you can't pay, you, don't, you can't afford it, you don't have no support, your community is not coming to your rescue. Just wear them out. Just put them off, put it off, put it off, put it off, put it off, eventually they'll lose traction. Because that's what always happened to us. Or better yet, because they're in, they in a pressure cooker, they have to leave it alone and move on to something else, which is what happened to me. I had to leave it alone and move on to something else. Because I actually left the state without. Came back and took care of this. But I couldn't stay here. So I had to keep going back and forth. Then I said, you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone. See, why is the lack of integrity? This is a system. Dr. Dr. Francis Crest Wilson said, if you don't understand white supremacy, what it is and how it works, everything else you know will only confuse you. First of all, you are an agent of the matrix by virtue of experience and exposure. So you need to deal with those corners of your mind and your sight and the way you think and start working on that to put that on a frequency and align that with African-centered consciousness. And until you make it a default, it is going to be a habitual behavior because it has been a habitual behavior. One. Two. When you're looking out into this matrix and you see people, you got to get out of an emotional response to this because this is not emotional. This is strictly about self-preservation. This is not. It's no hard feelings here. This ain't personal. Because when they're out here killing black folks and they maintenance in this system, they ain't got no hard folks. They go out for donuts right after they shoot that black man. Took them how many days to go get that man and lock him up? 
How many days did it take? How many how many months? It took us two months to find out about Aubrey's death. That's crazy. Embryonic All of those people that it takes that it took to coordinate covering that situation up for two months. How many people? Where's the receptionist? Where's the security guard? Where's the chief, police chief? Who are these people? These are people that cover this shit up. You look in their face. You look at them square in their faces every day. And they cover this stuff up. These are people. These are not, the system is not papers. It's people. So if you out here burning police cars, I hear you angry. I wish there was a system for us as a community, which I've been begging for, to be able to go out here and be with the people and heal this space like that. To be with our people and, and, and Africanize and lay on African onto our people and, and support their, their frequency that they need to release. I wish that was so. I've tried to hold that space. We in COVID also. All this is going on and then we in COVID. So now we're still limited in a certain degree where it's authentic. I'm not talking about staving off your attention and shifting your eyes so you look this way until all of this stuff blow over. I'm talking about you looking dead at it and being with it and working through it. And I got you. That's what I'm talking about. And that's not happening. So that's what we need to deal with in our process of finding out what is our collective conversation? What are we organizing for? Because some people out here believe we should organize for education. Mm. Yeah, we can organize for education. That's a maintenance conversation. That's a temporary maintenance conversation to support our youth for our recent, for our, our right now future, our current future. I'm not talking about 100 years out. 100 years out, we can raise up our youth and they can grow up and where they got to go. They gotta, still got to go knock on somebody else's door for a job. They're going to build a business that is going to force them to have to somehow compromise their African values. Because in the matrix, most things you do, you will have to compromise hmm. in order to make a decent dollar. In most things. There's a few things, maybe not so much. Yeah. You have to look at your end game. But what what's your end game? For what matters to you. What's your end game? By virtue of a lot of people's actions, they're showing what, what actually matters to them. Um, when looking at this matrix conversation, so if if we truly are looking for this thing of getting on the other side of liberation and freedom and equity and respect and things like that, there's some, there's certain mechanisms that we need to choose to put in place um, individually and collectively to to really get on the other side of that and then and then and then keep it moving and maintain it for, for the sake of the future of our children and our children's children and generations to come. And we, we have to make those particular choices. We have to look, we, we get to look past like who these people are in charge of like, who's, who's a, who's a Trump, who's a commissioner, things like that. Yeah. Okay. There, there's, we, in order to do that, we need to mechanize ourselves. We need to we need to figure out what tools we need to gain in our skill set. What are we putting in our toolbox? How are we strategizing together consistently, daily, making muscle memory out of our, our, memory, out of, out of our work memory. towards our liberation? This this is all it is. It's not enough to be like, well, you know, they have X Y Z. Yeah, that's true. So now that you know that, and I I keep saying this because 
with not we always say you know knowledge is power, but it's not knowledge applied it's knowledge not is power. applied knowledge is power. Otherwise, it's worthless. Then you're withholding. What's what good is knowing? Now everything you got knowledge, you and then what you gonna with do with it? it? Or you gonna be superior with it? Because that's what most of them do with it. And that means it. So if you know what's at stake, if you know what the enemy has in front of you, then that means you strategize for ways to get around that. Right. Okay, I know, I know, I know X, Y, and Z, and then in in an espionage mission, you know, you know where the cameras are, you and you know, you know where the how many guards are on on this 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 railing here, and and then this rafters here, and on this floor here, you case the whole situation. You're clear on what everything is, so now you go back, strategize accordingly, and make the things happen. You put it forth, and all that stuff is not just movies and stuff. These are strategic maneuvers, and if you look at and if you look at the landscape of a lot of these folks. Uh, home conversations, they're doing that. They're training their kids. Their kids know how to use weapons. Their kids know how to how to where the bunker is, how to how to survive, where to put the water, where you know what what's the what's the safe word, what's what what's going what's what's behind that tree uh, a, a mile down the road that they need to to weaponize or pick up in the case of emergency, whatever it is, who to call. Like we need to put these things in place, and in, in order that needs to be a more prevalent conversation with our communities. And we're in, in, well, why do you think it's not though? Because it's not outwardly facing as a conversation, and clearly we, we, we need to have that more. When it needs to be an outward facing conversation, just like it is it is for them. It's 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 within their communities. What do we have in our communities other than we? I'm just... Well, I think that I personally believe that the biggest issue with having that kind of backup conversation is because we're really not facing the truth about the truth. Right, thank you. See, That's... we're not facing our condition, which is why I said I need for you to look dead at it. Yeah. I need you to look at straight exactly. at it, and I need you to, to address it directly. That's I don't need yes. no placebo. I don't want you to take no shots of nothing to jade your pe- I don't want you to do no praying. I don't want you to do <sighs> no nothing. I want you to look dead at this thing head on. Yes. And I, I want to you to it. see it. For what it is. Hopefully, that will then cause you to change your behavior and make your survival, because this is about self-preservation, not just the self as an African. Self means ourselves. Mm-hmm. As a Ubuntu, we, we, self-preservation. That's what we are considering right now. That's it's not it's not in our space for us to continue to overlook what we know is our best interests because we are trying to quell our feelings about this thing. Right. We don't want to face it and we don't want to make all people because you're not looking at this thing as it. Oh, we gotta be mean to white people. Oh, we gonna hurt white people's feelings. Oh, I gotta go to work. Oh, I got white people in my about... family. I got white people in my family too. And they're going to have to deal with their situations also. This is what it is. Everyone, I got mixed cousins to, and, and all of that there, but what that got to do with me? What that got to do with a self-preservation conversation for an African? Right, everyone gets to play their part. I don't see. I don't see how that, I don't see how those two conversations are at odds with each other. Right. My mate or my family or my friends should not make me have to choose mm. wellness and self-preservation or their friendship or being in good graces with them when the long-term conversation for an African is if an African doesn't address his well-being and his self-preservation right now, an African going to find himself in a tight spot. Mm. 
We in a tight spot. It is the 11th hour. So there's no more time for placebos. I'm not here for any of it. If it cannot be mechanized to support the African, I'm done with it. Like done, 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 so done. If it's not helpful and useful along the course of supporting, actualizing the African's greatest good, it is not helpful. Right. Sister Umi says, we are talking about murdering cops with no conscience uh, conscious and, and no convictions. There's no reasoning and negotiation to, cha- to change or even dismantle their systems. This national unrest is the only way to potentially get them to address their poisonous system from the core and make change. We aren't interested in them liking us. The fight is to keep them from hurting us. And it's crazy because even in response to that, their response is still more hurt. Let's let's put more cops on the streets. Let's put let's let's put them let's put send the dogs out. Let's set the me, the military up instead of hey, these people let's have fix some the legitimate legitimate have some legitimate concerns with stuff that we're doing. Maybe we should check in with this. No, no. that's not a conversation. What the fuck soever. So, yeah, we're 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 dealing with in a, in a space with the rational thinking. Um, that means we need to protect ourselves one hundred percent at all times, and and that means that. At this point, and everything we've tried means we need to step away and step into self. Uh, we need to step away, check back in, step into self. It ain't about retreating. It ain't about running from nothing. It's about checking with yourself because that's the that's that's the one that's one of the few things we've yet to really do on a collective scale. We have not. We have not done that yet. We try to fight like we co- we can collectively gather. That's great. We can collectively talk about some stuff. We can collectively roast somebody on Black Twitter. We can collectively do X Y Z in the third the cool and, and show that that uh, that outward you know love for for our, our black skin and melanin and. And, and natural hair, and, that, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. But what does it actually look like to step into self and identification of self as an African in the face of everything? When it actually means love, self-love as a means also of mecha- protection. As a means of protection against what's happening. Because when you're concerned with everything that's happening here, here meaning the entire community. Because when we want to talk about us, black as an African as an individual, it's really the collective of the African community, the diaspora community. How do we step into that to where everything else doesn't necessarily matter and it doesn't become a place of harm whatsoever because you're not concerned, right? You're not concerned. And why now you're in a space of strengthening yourself. You're in a space of strengthening your family, strengthening your bonds, strengthening your values, strengthening your love and strengthening your systems until where you've successfully stepped into a place of self-governance, which is the goal. The goal actually should be self-governance, meaning we don't have to be here. We can be here. We can move it to Africa. We can move it's it to fine. Italy. We can move it to make a new country and do whatever it is we need to do. It doesn't matter because why we've had a we've have a, a, a solidified grasp on who we are as a collective who we are community, as a collective. and no one can break that bond. Period. We know what our who our neighbor is and what they're about. We know how to trade the necessary goods to create the the maximum value out of the community, yeah. right? The bartering system, the the currency and transaction system. No, but they had you adopt the their village. monetary system, and now African leaders. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut your course. No, no. Our African leaders are selling out the country. They're selling out the birthright in so many mm-hmm, places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some places, not all. Fifty-four mm-hmm. countries in Africa, family. Right. Africa is humongous. Mm-hmm. Most of the continents on the planet can actually fit into Africa. Okay. It's mentally, it's not actually showing you the actual bigness of this continent, which is why they keep mm-hmm. you over here. They've nerfed tap our, dancing. They've nerfed the continent for so long on our on our maps. Okay, so family. The, the Africa look like it's this big, and everybody else is this big. Africa is like this big, and everybody else is this big. Little All pieces. of the Americas. Africa's like this. Of Africa. 
Like just about all of the continents can fit into the landmass that is Africa for, on scale, right? So they have shrunk our minds. Mm-hmm. And then the way they're teaching us is to have us be with this conversation. You know what? If they don't want to address their rules, so what? So they don't want to address their rules, y'all. Let's go. We worry about our own rules. We don't have to address. They don't have to address their rules. We're in their house. There are some of us who believe that we're here. And guess what? You know what? If you want to have this American landscape, that's fine. But I'm here to tell you, you fight a losing battle. Sometimes you cut your losses, African. Sometimes the smartest strategy is to throw the battle to win the war. Sometimes the smartest strategy is to long throw the game. battle long to game. win the war. Play the long game. Play the long game. Over here playing dead hasn't helped us, African. Because that's what we've been doing. Because black folks know how to skirt a black conversation. Oh, no, no, no. They don't want to handle black conversation. They don't want to associate with nobody out here talking black up in the workplace or up in here trying to advocate or trying to be present or any of that. They don't want to associate with that. You know, they got to keep their little coins and stuff. They got to keep situated and stuff, you know, how they do it. You know, they don't want to rub the folks the wrong way in situations like that. You know how we do it. I know what you got going on over there, African. You playing dead. Wake your ass up. Wake your ass up. Brother Kyle says we must continue to vote because we are not united as a people yet, and we must continue to march to make our grievances heard. If we don't vote in people that can make changes in these racist laws, then we have limited solutions. We also need to know who we vote for. Yeah, if that's the way, if that's your, see, my, my conversation is there's two things that's happening. Mm. There's a maintenance conversation while we're maintenancing ourselves, while we're strategizing on what's next for us. I'm hoping that we don't go back to sleep and get out here and engage in political soap operas, right? Because the government is not the government. The government is actually a shadow company for corporate corporate interests. We're under corporate. Like let's not let's not, not under like we really want to see what we got going on here, family. When a union can overpower the citizens, then we, this is not about the citizens. A government that you're talking about voting for. It's what's for citizens. That's a collective government that the people created. That they can vote their representatives into spaces for them to support them. But we don't actually live in that space. That's placebo. That's placebo. We voted against Bush ass, and his ass got a second term. Voted against Trump, and he's still there. We voted against Bush. (laughs) And they had all kind of voter fraud down in Florida. Everything was going on. His brother was down there and all of this here. All they did, that that right there was just the, the, the political soap operas to knock you to sleep. Peace, Brother Mario. Thank you for joining us. I'm just saying, family, I'm saying for us to look at a long game. We must continue to vote until we get our situation correct. But how are we going to get our situation correct if we don't collectively have a narrative that we all can stand with. We got folks talking about other kinds of conversations. My conversation is that, you know what? You and these folks' house, they don't want you here? Damn it, leave. I ain't been thrown out of better places. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) This old stink-ass junk. This old raggedy-ass house. I can leave. (laughs) This old raggedy-ass situation. I didn't ask to be here. Coffee smells like mop water. I'm out. I'm out. I'm just saying, is that an option? Is it an option? Because it should be an option for every African. Mm -hmm. 
It should be an option. You should have the option if you decide to pick up. But you know what? Some of them folks, oh, no, I got to get my pension. I got to get my this, that. I got to get my this. So you're trying to play dead in the matrix. Lay low. Lay low. But you are affecting the rest of us by not being effective. Mm-hmm. By being out here tap dancing for these folks and quelling them and not schooling them to the truth. Right. To have them, because this is a problem. Because black, brown folks have been in spaces with these white folks. Mm-hmm. You ain't been schooling these folks on what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's no reason. The same folks in these positions all over the place mm-hmm. got brown friends, married to brown spouses, got mixed children. And the, thing, and the issue within that is that we are always representative of the whole. Whereas, you know, whenever they're, do, whenever they're doing something, it's that individual who did it, they're not representative. They're the bad apple in the entire bunch. But for us, we're just the, the, the bad bunch because of one spoiled All apple. of us must just be we're jacked always. up. So when it comes to these, to these things, these representatives, and they represent to them, you're, like, whoever you are, that brown person, you are all of brown people. You are the representative. You have all information necessary. You have the whole Rolodex of information on history of who black people are just because you're black. Even if you don't even know what the fuck you are. But because you're in this space, that's who you are. You represent that. So when, the, when we have most people in those spaces that are not choosing um, to be with that self-identification and be within that history and that understanding and self-love and, 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 and that information, then you do a disservice to the rest of the people. Right. And that's just what it is. You do a disservice to the rest of the family be, and to yourself, really, um, to be that person. Right, so it, it it behooves us to always in these spaces to be as fortified as possible in our self identity and in our self preservation, no matter where we are, to be unobstructed and unmoved by whatever is going on within the situation, to be as African as possible within every situation. And African doesn't mean it's one thing. It doesn't mean like I'm the loud boisterous person. No, I'm, the, no. I'm the rowdy person. Like that, that's no, no. that's a trope work. of what that's African right. is. You know that's what right. I mean? I'm African all day, every day, but like I like my silence and my peace, and I was, if I need to yell please, out, I yell please out. Believe it, you know believe what I mean? It. Like that's what it is. We're we we we're all we all have our nuanced conversations. We're not binary people. We all have our but nuanced African conversations. But African is a vibration, people. family. It's a vibration. It's a vibration. No matter what, if you all in the, if you all in the same space, you can like I said, you can have me be like I said, Mister. I, I, I generally move, you know, low key energy, what have you, but my energy is there when you, when you feel it. And a brother could come in. He could be like, you know, oh, the they biggest know. gangster they out. Us. They know who he is. But you know what it is? We will know each other because that's what vibe is about. That's African. Period. We will know each other because that's what the vibes are. We will carry the I exact you, same beloved. vibe in the space by the end of the day. And oh. people will know it before they left. Thank you, Watoto Academy, for a donation. I Bless appreciate you. Thank you, you so much. Thanks. So much. We appreciate that. This came in. Mm-hmm. We appreciate, appreciate that donation. I don't know where this link is at. It should be up there. But yeah, it's not so you know. It, it, oh, thank you. Oh, the the link uh, is uh, it's, it's ca- sitting it's here. Cash app yeah. keys to sort K E Y S the number two K E Y S the number two. If you would like to make a donation of uh, any size to yeah, independent matter. projects that are in support of the African diaspora, because this is we as a unit right as a unit we are like chuck full of all kinds of good stuffs mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we support the mm-hmm. community with on the Pan African Transformation Coach. I'm gonna get you help get your mind your African mind right. Sure, right, and you need you need the, the the support to be synthesized in a way that allows you to be actionable and African. Mm-hmm. And I realize that our people need support with that, so this is why I'm now feeling the need in that space. There are many ways that I can support you in business, um, business advice as well as relationship. I'm holistic mm-hmm. healer, mm-hmm. sacred woman practitioner, um, and certified, etc. In that, 
as well as a wellness companion to That's help it. you get your health and wellness and things together. Hesia Kanefara, who is a performing artist, also a producer. He also has a graphic and design business, formerly trained graphic and design artist. And music as, and, artist and, development and, label. And, Exactly. As well, Heska Music Entertainment. Heska Music. Um, which is my my um, you know, multimedia music artist development label as well, which yes. is growing. So, um, creating a space for you know independent artistry, authentic artistry, authentic conversation, authentic storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from just from a real real space, from an African perspective, from African a humanistic African perspective, humanistic, like yes. period. So, and, and that's my dedication to the Earth's landscape and to the Earth's people um, through my music, through my art. It's very art centered. So. Um, and we give a lot of value into the mm-hmm. community and into the space and in support. I mean, also we're grassroots gr- uh, community organizers and all the sisters, tra- the trauma healing circles, and mm-hmm. you know, also doing the personal healing and also the energy work. You know, they call it Reiki, Araseki, or what have you, having personal interactions as well as what we give right here in this soundbite space, is the sacred space mm-hmm. that we hold to have real African-centered conversations. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody gotta like it. But you're not going to get nothing but the truth here. If there's something wrong with the facts or something that might be a little bit out of place, that's fine. We can work that out later. We'll make a footnote for that. Not a problem. Because we're not here saying that we are historians or we're not, you know, anthropologists in that way. But we do try to synthesize this information from a number of different disciplines. Mm -hmm. Myself, personally, business training, business workforce development, and media management. That's my professional training and my higher ed postgraduate degree. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm coming with that. But I'm also coming from an African-centered lens. So anything that I've learned, and also had a minor in psychology, so anything that I've learned, I'm going to apply it as a mechanism to support centering African-centered thought and what's best for the African. I'm I'm not caught up in trying to place myself in a space where I can maneuver in the matrix. I moved to a space where I'm trying to be in the matrix in a way that allows me to do what I need to do in, in terms of healing my people. Right. Because there's a whole lot of diversity and inclusion conversations because they feel like they got a brown person in space. White center consciousness says that's sufficient. But that's not sufficient because you've had a lot of brown people, a lot of brown places, a lot of white places, and these brown folks haven't been doing no damage. They haven't been knocking down no walls. They just in there taking up space Smiling and drinking champagne with white folks. And they feel like they have arrived. And then go home and crying on the inside. And go home and they be dying inside trying their best to get out of that damn suit that they've been wearing all day. Peace, Brother Vincent. Thank you for joining us. I say, let's keep the the frequency going all day, every day. You know know what it is. One love. Um, Appreciate you, Appreciate you. Yeah, so anybody anybody who's been joining us so far. um, Oh, it's been an hour. Whatever. So we've been talking about, you know, um, of course, the events of the past week and how they really just yes. reflect the events of our past existence um, as the African and the American landscape. Um, and how do we, how do we technically, how do we get to have the conversation to move forward? Which is really what we talk about here at Soundbite. Um, how do we have the conversation to move forward beyond this? What is the strategic next step? Are we thinking about what the next step even is? And where do we start? We, we as a suggestion, feel we. Start within. We we because we've yet to mechanize that place of strength. Starting within, meaning within self as you as an individual, and within self as your African experience. What does that look like? What does your history look like? I get imbued with so much more power when I mm-hmm. learn about a new 
um, leader from the past or what have you, or like I said, like every time I hear Malcolm X speak, it's just so plain. He could speak, so powerful. you know, it, it, if he spoke the dictionary, it would be just, just as empowered. I would love to speak. Every well, it's his energy on the I words. Mean? But it's, it's energy in the words, the conviction and the confidence behind the yes. words and let, and let you believe you, it gets you comfort that what's going to happen next in his, in, within his author, authority will happen and powerfully. So and and I feel like we we haven't seen something on energy like that in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I say that to say we, we we need to look within, check in with who we are as as people in our human landscape. Realize what's happening. Take take honest eyes to your to what your human situation right now. What's happening? What's going on in the world to global Africans? And seeing okay, I don't want this to happen. What do I get to do? And start doing the research. Start looking at it. What have I done? What have I been doing? for myself up to now. How have I been looking at this experience? How have I been code switching? How have I been like suppressing yeah, who, suppressing what I really feel as an African person or suppressing the vibes I get when I'm in a space with another oh, African yeah. person when we have a good time, when we do our collective A at the club, mm-hmm. you know, when we do like whatever it is, how we meet up, you know, and, and it's family at the barbecue. Those things, don't they're not just a happenstance by some magic of, of, a, of a boop, a culture now. It's who we are. That's goes past generations and generations of, of how we relate to it's each other is because we are relational people we relate in in certain as, in, in in many aspects that's how we move we relate we're we emotional we connect we're intimate people that's mm-hmm. how that's that's our, our our natural way and it shows in a lot of things and when we start to f- see the grief and the pain and suffering is when we t- divert from that so we need to get back to that family and, and create something different when I stepped in a space of more love and realizing how powerful love is over hate, life got easier, and life right. can be easier, right? We choose we choose hard because we've been told in a system that's win lose that life must be hard in order for you to get to where you succeed. No, it doesn't. There's people that choose to make your life hard, but you can choose to be different about that. You can choose to be different about you, and you can choose to 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 be in the spaces where you need to be. You have the choices, African. Don't let anybody, especially not anybody that ain't African, tell you you don't have a choice in something. Yes, the fuck Mm-mm. you do. Yes, you do. You always have a choice. You can choose to piece the fuck out of this situation and not give a damn about it. Take your you family. Could. Jump. Well, we have our sister, Bantu, or, who's working on something to help support the family with that. So we'll be coming out with that soon mm-hmm. within our African and business uh, network when we start doing our, um, coming this, actually this Wednesday will be our first session. And we're going to be with Nia Cosmetics with Hania Williams, who's the owner and founder of Nia Cosmetics. She's going to be with us. African and Business Series. We're going to be starting to highlight African yes. businesses who are supporting the African diaspora and mm-hmm. their their drive for for maintaining principles of African-centered consciousness within their businesses. Mm-hmm. When we understand there's a little bit of a challenge around that, and there's some healing curve that we're doing within our community in terms of trusting each other. That's a big issue. Mm-hmm. We lack trust yeah. in each other. So the fact that we lack trust in ourselves and others within our diaspora, it affects how we do business. It affects how we communicate with each other in terms of energy exchange. We send scoffs towards one another instead of love and positive and loving vibes. You know, um, and then we end up getting so slowly, you know, sucked into envy and, and, and our own inadequacies or whatever we got going on that makes it. So we get to restore trust within our community, and we're going to highlight some businesses that are specifically foundation in supporting African-centered consciousness in the way that they do business. So we're going to have that highlight, and you might not find them on Forbes 500, right? Because mm-hmm. those are the Matrix's networks. 
right? right? You might not find them there. You might not find them on Billboard, whatever, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But we're going to highlight them here at Soundbites right. as a powerful source of good content and valuable services. And also that they are supporting, they are making the determination to support African-centric people right. and centric consciousness. Um, and loving on our people and providing value. So we're going to be doing that on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock starting this Wednesday. Mm -hmm. But we will have a sister coming up who is creating a repatriation um, package to support our family and giving us information. And we're going to be highlighting her here. Um, so Peace sister Aisha. Yeah, I'm, we're, I'm we're supporting. <laughs> I'm here for a repatriation for an African. Go home. I'm not here for it. I mean, I've had African folks say, you know, why are you guys over there dealing with that bull crap? Why are you dealing with it? It's dusty. They telling you all kind of foolishness about how Africa is. They over here, over here, getting all up and through here. These folks got property over here in Africa. Do you got any property in Africa? You could, you trying to, they, they told you about that picket fence, white picket fence, 2.5 kids. And if you want to be a part of America, you need to own a business or have property. That's what they told you. They sold us that foolishness. And you know what? We've been trying to do it and it ain't been working. They still killed George Floyd out there on the street. Mm -hmm. They still did that to that man. Disrespectful. City, city civilian workers who are paid with tax dollars. Your tax dollars. When you buy houses, when you pay taxes, they go to your community education. You pay taxes to the government. You're paying salaries to these police officers. How they get to terrorize you out here in the street, African? Paying for your demise. That don't make no sense. How you sense. get to do that? How you get how you get so formulated into playing dead, African? You playing dead. And then you just been they just been doing you any kind of way. You keep we keep I used to be the person who said, Oh, we can do this and we can try to make it everything na la la and da 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 because I thought I was dealing with a reasonable situation. And then I discovered, no, no, there's no reasoning with this. Because just like we as African community, we have our issues that we really need to work out. These folks got issues they need to work out. And they're not even they're not even on track for addressing them. Not willing. They are not on track for as addressing as, them. As far as they're concerned, and it I am exist. not willing to leave this planet and leave my youth with the same shit that was left to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. No, not I'm not having the same conversation Malcolm X was having sixty years ago. Sixty years ago, yo. Sixty five. Again, we have freedom fighters. Back in the day, went into jail for fight for this fight, coming out forty years later, and we still fighting. This for the protests. same fight for the same, same exact fight. thing. We still we like we years. Was, we That's was, a whole. We was frozen person. on in time. We was frozen in time with this foolishness. Not acceptable, insane. family. It's insane. not acceptable. Insane. It's not acceptable, family. We cannot allow it. I'm just saying, and it's not it's not fair to leave our kids to this. We can educate our children, and I'm here to tell you, I'm Afri I'm educated in African centered consciousness. I didn't go to a school for it, but there are children right now. We have our sister, uh, Watoto Academy, who is raising our youth in a space. But I want to make sure that our youth grow up, 17, 18, 19, 21, 2, 3, 25, 30, they get to go through those living milestones, living in safety and peace. Mm -hmm. I don't want our youth. We had a 17-year-old little girl at the rally the other night, uh, uh, the other day, Talking about why we got to go out here and be fighting for our lives. Why we have to feel like just walking down the street, something is going to happen to us. Mm 
Why I gotta go bury my friends? Just left left school, going to a funeral. Mm-hmm. What is this? That shouldn't be. That can't be. We can't raise healthy people with that formula. I don't care what nobody told you. You don't raise healthy people with them constantly hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. These are the manifestations of madness. Yeah. Hypervigilance, unsafety, low self-esteem, terrified, on pins and needles all the time, suffer from anxiety, PTSD. You don't mm-hmm. raise a healthy society with this, with this, with this kit. This is not the way you raise a healthy society. Yeah, you don't want yourself from PTSD before 17. But that's what we're suffering. That's what's in our sense. space. That's what's in our space. Compounded. One of our leaders, uh, Dr. Joy DeGruy, talks about that. Okay, so you guys went through slavery. Trauma. Trauma, trauma, trauma. Freed the slaves, more trauma. Trauma, trauma. Now 1965, voting rights. Trauma, trauma. More trauma. Any therapy? Any intervention? Wait a minute. Any intervention? No intervention. More trauma, 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 trauma. And now here, George Ford, compounded trauma. Where's the intervention? Anybody give us any intervention? No. So we can't be well. We, we, we placebo ourselves. We do a lot of things out here, family, mm-hmm. to placebo ourselves so we can make it through. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. We make it through. I made a post. I said, listen, I'll go through this foreign experience, but I'm not going to celebrate this foolishness because mm-hmm. this ain't no happy situation. I'm not going to leave this to our youth. We can educate our children, but we know we're going to send our kids out into a world that is not going to cultivate their African-centered consciousness. I get oppressed on a regular basis by even black people. I can see it. I don't allow myself to be oppressed, right? But I just maneuver. But I'm clear. My sight is clear. I got 2020 vision, right? But I see it because we live in our society. We're not exempt from this space. We're here. Mm-hmm. There are limitations to the way we get to move in the, 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 the movement that we would like to have. I got to go through dealing with, and I got to tussle with my African people because they have a variety of these different dysfunctions that does not come out of a healthy society. Right. I got to tussle with my people for barely nothing, for little or nothing on a regular basis. Black women and men, are you kidding me? Yes, I have love and on poor and on slot, but I'm not going to ignore what's real. <clears throat> And as a, as a social scientist, and we're looking for real solutions, we need to make an assessment of what is not working, and we need to make an assessment of what strengths can support our what's next. And that's where we have, family. Yeah. Real talk. So let's do it, family. This is Soundbites International Radio. Uh, Black Conscious to Claim One World is the Aim. Um, and each week we talk about these conversations to really get us on the other side of, of, of our human experience and how we can, can get to the next steps. Yeah. Um, this is really what it's about um, every week because the saga continues, right? Um, I um, hope not, but I hope we get to do something that's different that's moving forward. Let's hope, family. Let's try to do something different. Let's try to be responsible on our different. daily basis. Let's be different. Let's try to be personally responsible in our daily lives, and our daily walks. Let's try to be different. Sure. And I don't, I'm not saying go out here with your with your fork hanging and out here just trying to jab folks. That's not what I'm saying. You really want to start with healing yourself first. Because mm. I realize a lot of us got this information and we're not mechanizing this information. We just out here gathering all the information, reading up all the books. Yeah, to if say not, we, to if say just we know it. you reading up but... all the books and you reading up all the titles and you know all the authors back to back to back, what are you doing to mechanize this information? Mm. 
the sign ups is be like I can regurgitate every bit of section four uh, you know chapter twenty six page eighty seven like we it how is it being applied how is it going to change your life or someone else's or life someone the else's. person that you're sharing with. It has to be a mechanized experience. We have. It has to be in action. It has to be tangible and implemented into real life experiences in order for real life to change or to transform. So, in order to transform the situation, whatever you acquire should be acquired and transformed and placed back into the world, so that the world can be can be changed as well by your. Can influence. be changed by your presence. By your frequency and by your vibration. That mm-hmm. is the rent you pay mm-hmm. for being on this earth's landscape. Mm. You're a servant, a, a steward of this planet and for a sure. servant of each other. If you can't serve, you can't go back there and grab a mop and start wiping and swiping, and you can't lead up front. Only an effective leader has been an effective servant. That's the cycle of life in our community. Mm-hmm. You become leadership because we've seen you serve with dedication and loyalty. That's for us to do, family. That's for us to do. That's for us to do. So we thank y'all, family, for joining us for another edition of Soundbites International Radio. Black Consciousness is the claim. One world is the aim. Um, we thank you for your support. Shout out to Watoto Village, uh, Sister Umi, for your support. Um, those that have donated, we appreciate you. Um, and those Thanks. that we join us. We appreciate you, family. Absolutely. For those that join us and join in the conversation. Um, and speak with us. Thank you, Sister Carol. We appreciate you. Thank you so much Always. for that donation, for the love. Um, and we thank you for chatting with us and being with us in these conversations daily com- and making comments. and choosing and leaving your comments, you know, and choo- choosing to be with this conversation because not everybody's ready to choose to be with this conversation. We clearly, you know, people may come in and out, and that's okay. We're going to keep talking about these things and as long as there's something to talk about until we can transform our, our, our human condition. So uh, we're here with your family. We love you, um, and we appreciate you. Uh, so, again, join us this Friday, this Wednesday for um, Africans in Business. We'll be talking to Queen Hania of Nia, Cosme- of Nia Cosmetics mm-hmm. um, and going forward uh, to talk about African economics um, Africans in business. Uh, also, uh, please join me on, on Instagram Live on my, my Path P page, Path P Music, P A T H P Music, um, starting June 11th. That is a Thursday, June 11th at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I will be uh, for those that, that aren't weren't aware. I released a, re- a recent video, a short documentary called My Soul, around looking at uh, the vul- vulnerability men men of color, especially. Um, around dealing with brotherhood, masculinity, and vulnerability, and how that sh- has shown up in their lives, and how they've responded to it. Um, so, with that, as I've, I've decided, offshoot show, mm-hmm. IG live chat um, with men of color who will be Talk discussing that, that and checking in with that. Mm-hmm. Um, vulnerability is a superpower, and how we get to, to mm-hmm. mechanize that, knowing what we've dealt with, and how we get to change that and forge ahead within our masculinity, our manhood, our brotherhood. Um, and, and knowing that it's a strength and not a weakness. Um, so I'll be speaking with uh, Nathaniel Jimenez of Tiger Eye Focus, a multimedia company founder of, of Tiger Eye Focus, on uh, June 11th, Thursday, June 11th, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be chatting it up um, and, and, and talking about it. So please join me on live on that on, on, that on Instagram, Path P Music, P-A-T-H-P Music. We'll put in the comments. Um, follow me. And then uh, join the live and, uh, and watch, and, and he, we're going to share some stuff. We're going to share vulnerably and powerfully. 
Um, so with that, those are gonna... healing. Those are other healing vibes that we all no you know, being, are in support of and offering our energy space to the space to be of a mechanism to forward the family because this is what we get to do in being a service to the healing and the forwarding of our community. So um, So I'm going to put that on here. I'm putting it, I'm putting it into the comments. Yeah, you can put, yeah, this Path Path to Music, music. yeah. Or you can put the Path to Music, you know, Instagram.path, you know, Path to Music. Yeah, got it. Um, so we're going to leave out of here. Uh, stay with us for the family. You know, you know, we leave with music. Uh, we want to leave with it with a, with a certain energy tonight. So we're going to go with um, um echoes and, and, and channel our ancestors so, and channel the, the energy of that. Mm-hmm. And let's move and, and move forward past, you know, our circumstances. Family, you know, call into our presence. You know, yes. Brother George, George Floyd. Brother George, big Floyd, that big I Floyd, the uncle energy. He had that. If, if, if you heard big him uncle. speaking, you know, people share the videos of him speaking. You know, he had that energy, that uncle, that loving family member. So we want to uplift that energy of Brother uh, George uh, George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, Ar- Ahmaud Arbery, um, Sean Reed, um, everybody that we've lost, um, you know, and from from now and of yesteryear, our civil rights I leaders share, or what have you. So, so we're bringing them into the space. So so stick with us, family. Um, this okay. is Soundbites International Radio. Uh, we here. Centuries of pain and grief. Lightly put on the look at history. Long way for both to change. Still, it's all the same. Hold up. Past 50 years, it's all a game. More killers just a week ago. When do you reckon that they redemption beckons? You can save a young mind in less than 60 seconds. When the application of education becomes your weapon. These are singular leaders alone gone. Communities in need, the people should stand strong. And everybody may be in the mind of uprising the face of bold known opposition to their lives. Law enforcement, of course, and no lawyers. Poverty is a commodity for a lot of G's. Do whatever it takes for that cheese. Bring a brother or a mother or another to the knees. On the block, put these juveniles are throwing their degrees. Black grass struggling indebted to degrees. Delusion of inclusion, men and crippling disease. When you're working 40 times, it's hard for it's me. Skin's feeling like a burden on your shoulders. Rose colder. They ain't teach you ever told you. Try to mold you. You a drone of a soldier. They can sow your Hennessy and soda. Ah, they don't the hate to feed you. The game done change when the main course is lethal. Playing to the bruise, all to the people. Something flipping the poison. They bring the boys in. Last thing they want us to do, bring the noise in. Holding on to the glimmers of hope. But it's limits when the father being sentenced for dope. In the hood of kids, vision to diminish the scope. Soon the pipelines, killing chances to vote. Painting pictures of a future, only slinging the coat. Where's the images the figures to empower the goals? I mean, the real men and women, they can look to the broke. Black families adore that pain. Though we made great strides over time. The village undergone great strain. Nothing was the same once innovation was the aim in the game. Man, seeing the city is on fire. The love for each other is long gone. In the fight to get back up to the wire. Only speaking resistance to existence. Even though that modern time is getting higher. We can stumble and fall, but we'll cover it all. Knowing freedom's the only burning desire. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hear them calling out my name. Saying kick the final out to the all free. I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hear them calling out my name. Saying keep the fight alive to the all free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. And I 
I'm talking about no justice, no peace. It's like a needle in hay for positive release. Try to keep us sedated with puppeteering of black faces and white spaces. Engineering of the dots illegal because they shot a hero. Many elated because they think we'd have made it. But the foul is flagrant, they just playing the game. Quiet as kept, I'll be the dirtiest yet. With every innocent death, we're considered a threat. Our community's wept under the rug we swept. Every tear is dropped, every gun is popped. Every crooked cop that can avoid a sentence. Country's far beyond any form of repentance. Main reason I ain't never letting go. They can institute every method in form of control. But they never colonize the soul. Time to go and break down the door. Lay it on the floor, put it on the line. I'll be remiss not the ancestral cries. And turn around the tide of the sands of time. And the planet divide. Do it all over here now. Should be enough to back down the fear now. Same turmoil, different day. Salvation won't come if we only pray. No matter the depth of the struggle and the amount of the fight of the dog. The survival of all. We can never throw the power away. Dedication every hour to day. Liberation ain't enough with complete freedom and truly all today. Cause we stand alone past through the hour to wait. Over the edge, we leap from the tower of faith. There was ever a time to redefine the history. Now I can today. hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name. Hear them calling out my name. Saying keep the final love to the honor free. I pray in my lifetime. And I pray in my lifetime. I can hear the echoes of my ancestors calling me. Calling out my name, hit I'm calling out my name. Saying keep the fight alive till the army free. And I pray in my lifetime, man, I pray in my lifetime. Married my old self to my new self, created my best self. Spiritually blessed, born of the best wealth. My desire for this world is that it's living in its best health. Living in a world where they want to make it illegal just to be you. No one cares about right or wrong, fair or just. They want you to adjust to not being equal. Well, this is the sequel. Part one didn't go too well. This life's so crazy, most feel like they're living in hell. But we can't dwell on what it is. We must make it what we want it to be. Create our reality. Manifest our destiny. Climb to the top of every tree, planting flags of eternity. Listen, listen, listen to the echoes of the spirits walking beside you. Here to guide you, wings to fly you. God is love, the universe will never deny you. Deny you.